Hello and welcome to the One Hope Podcast, where faith and life connect. A podcast done by One Hope Church in Gig Harbor, Washington. Enjoy! Hello and welcome to the One Hope Church Podcast. I'm Tyrene Martinson, and today we'll be discussing a tiny bit of Luke 15 and a parable in Luke 16. These chapters are rich with the parables of Jesus, and I invite you to read them and ponder them, treasure them, and pray over them. In Luke chapter 15, we read about lost things getting found, lost sheep, lost coins, lost sons, all found and rejoiced over. If this is the kind of story you need to read today, I highly encourage you to read those stories and and really rest in them knowing that God loves you and he wants to find you he wants to have you close and in a relationship with him because he's an awesome God who loves you I'm going to dive into chapter 16 though and talk about a couple of verses that I found really hard to read so this is a little bit of a less restful (laughs) podcast in that sense So these verses really caught my eye because I struggled with them. I had to reread them. And uh, one of the reasons I think I struggled with them is because I'm a freelance writing teacher and tutor and a freelance author. And these put me into a position where I need to constantly put my wares out into the world. And I often feel like I'm selling my skills and my stuff and on repeat nearly daily, whether I'm creating ad copy for something I've written or creating a query for a class proposal or a book, article, story, or poem. It just seems like I'm constantly putting things out there on sale in some way or another. So I have to ask myself, am I honoring God with my time, talent, skills, resources, and education, or am I going after money? Because this chapter makes it pretty clear we can't serve both God and money. And so as a independent freelance business owner, I have to really take a close look at what I do with my time and how I work and how I may or may not be honoring God each and every day. So it's something uh, for me to really look at the shrewd manager story. So it it hits me in a a personal way and in, in a way that affects my daily life. So in this story, we see Jesus uh, talking about this this shrewd manager who has to pay back his master, and he makes these deals to make that happen. And it says in verses 8 and 9, The master commended the dishonest manager because he had acted shrewdly. For the people of this world are more shrewd in dealing with their own kind than are the people of the light. I tell you, use worldly wealth to gain friends for yourselves so that when it is gone, you will, you will be welcomed into eternal dwellings. I read that and I had to read it again because I was like, wait, what? We're supposed to be shrewd? What does that even mean? And in the story, the manager seems to be a bit unethical. Uh, not the manager, the, yeah, the money manager. So is God the master in this situation? Is Jesus asking us to be shrewd like that manager or shrewd in a different way? Or is there something else going on here? So first I kind of looked at these verses and I, I kind of looked at the people of the world and the people of the light. There seems to be a distinction of there. 
I think it shows a separation between those who live for the world and those who live for God. So due to that distinction, I think Jesus is asking us to be shrewd in a different way than the manager is in the story. But what is this part about using worldly wealth to gain friends so that when it is gone, you will be welcomed into eternal dwellings? So I struggled with this part, I think partly because I watched the 80s movie Can't Buy Me Love way too many times when I was younger. And in this movie, a nerdy guy spends all of his money to gain a fake girlfriend who transfers instant popularity popularity onto him. Now, I don't think this is what Jesus means based on everything else we find in chapter 16. I get this idea more that we need to use our wealth, whatever it is, to bless others and grow God's kingdom. But it is an interesting little bit. You know, what does it mean to to use what we have to gain friends? Are, is that about sharing God's kingdom and blessing with others? Is that about sharing God's good news with others and becoming friends in, in that Christian community, uh, growing God's kingdom by sharing God's love? I, I'm hoping that's what it means. I, th- I think that's what it means. And I think it's partly answered in the, the rest of the chapter. And the next verse, verse 10, I think gets into what wealth is. So whoever can be trusted with very little also can be trusted with much. And whoever is dishonest with very little will also be dishonest with much. So I think what we have there is this idea that wealth is possibly anything that we've been entrusted with. God entrusts us with time, talent, education, skills, our families of origin, the families we have now, our past, our experiences, our present, our jobs, our choice of work, our creativity, everything. And when we think of all these things, and then we add on this, the the idea of this money type wealth, uh, we are one of the wealthiest nations in the world, even when we are experiencing inflation, even when it feels like things are just really hard. So God has entrusted us with much, like so much. But actually, it's very little in comparison to the glory of God, the true treasure of knowing God and uh, knowing his kingdom, being transformed by Jesus Christ. So the question is, what are we going to do with all of these things that have been entrusted to us, these and the talent and the time? How are we using those things? Are we honoring God with our actions, words, and, and, and all of that stuff? Are we bringing the transforming love and power of God's kingdom to those around us? These are questions that I've been asking myself this week when I look at my own freelance work and, and just how I live my life every day. And then I also have to ask myself, am I focused too much on work when I need to be shrewd, which means to be discerning, and remember to rest in God's grace and give glory to God before doing anything else? Because when we rest in God's love and seek a relationship with him, I think that's the wisest, most discerning, most shrewd thing that we can do. Because God loves us so much, and when we give him glory, it's 
he like magnifies the joy in our lives even when those joys seem small so the question is how are we honoring God this week and are we struggling with the two masters of of money and and God we can't serve both so how are we honoring and loving God and seeking a relationship with him each and every day I can tell you one way and that is by studying the word and by praying and and giving glory to him just in, in prayer the Bible in one way is one of the greatest treasures that we have and being able to read it in our own language is huge so I invite you to read God's Word today find some part of it that that fills you with joy and find another part of it that makes you wrestle a little bit then go back to the part that brings you joy because I think there's a, a place and a time and a purpose for both of those please pray with me awesome God we thank you for the treasure of your word for the wealth of the the knowledge of you of being a part of your family and Lord we just ask that you um, help us remember to seek you first to seek your kingdom first to honor you and give you glory first because we love you because you first loved us and your grace is amazing it is enough it is all we need thank you lord amen thank you jesus and amen and holy spirit please come fill us amen